Hello and welcome to Pappy Hour, episode 14. 14, that's my lucky number. 14, Jessica, that was her little softball number uh, on the back of her jersey for many years. Yep, double it, you get 28. I was born on the 28th. And speaking of birthdays... We got a big shout out to our uh, chief head executive producer, <laughs> Tristan Foster. <laughs> who has been our main man behind the scenes, and today is his birthday on Groundhog Day. It's your Jordan year. He's yeah. turning 23. And um, so that's why I kind of nicknamed him uh, Little Gopher uh, when he was a little kid, because he yep. was born on Groundhog Day. And um, oh, I really Oh, that's why you call him Gopher? Yeah, I really couldn't call him Beaver, <laughs> because... Um, uh, or Groundhog. That's what I meant, Groundhog. So instead of, like, calling him Groundhog... I. You know, I call them... Yeah, Gopher. Gopher. It was yeah. a better one. So. Well, happy birthday, Tristan. Thanks yeah. for spending your birthday with us. And literally, we could not do the show without him. We have no... <laughs> we barely show up and talk, and he does everything else. The yeah. posting. He's the main man. So he's the best, yeah. But episode 14. Yeah, so for thanks for all our listeners. Anybody out there who's listened to any or all of the last 13 podcasts, we I thank you. I want to meet that person. Yeah, we thank you. <laughs> Our listeners are far, uh, are, are few and far in between, but, but that's um, not why we do it. We have loyal listeners, so that's why we're doing this. Yeah, we get some more stories out there, <laughs> more stories and more facts, right? It's this is just a facts. fun project. If anything, I get to sit down and chat with you and yes, you in retirement. It's fun for you to sit down and learn about all these random topics we have. So we just kind of pick something, whatever's kind of going on, you know. And that's what we did with today's episode, which is about the Super Bowl. Yeah. So uh, this the Super Bowl is uh, coming up. Um, uh, this is uh, Wednesday, and the Super Bowl will be here a few days on Sunday. Yeah. And this is Super Bowl Fifty Eight. So we kind of thought um, just to mix up uh, one of our episodes. And not so much uh, shoving so much California history down everybody's throat, <laughs> as we have been in uh, the last few episodes, which is all good. But we like to mix it up and throw yeah. in some different things. And we just thought, you know, let's chit chat about the Super Bowl for an hour. It's been such a huge part of my life growing up. I mean, there's not a there's not a single year that we did not do something. For the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's There's, an American national holiday. It is a national it holiday. It is part of American culture. It has been since 1967. Yes. Sports, especially football, um, we Americans love. So, yeah. and this is a very special Super Bowl because our beloved San Francisco 49ers will be playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, wait a sec. I thought they um, changed the name to um, Kansas City Mahomes. Oh, the Kansas City Mahomes, yeah. Well, they should They're call the them Chiefs? the Kansas That's City good. Swifties. The Kansas, I would like that better. The Kansas City Swifties. Yeah. I yeah. love, love, love Taylor Swift. I don't know if I'd consider myself a Swifty because their army is very strong. Yeah, but, you're not um, a Swifty. But I love Taylor Swift. I remember her teardrops on my guitar. Like she was big for my generation, and so I love her. I wish I really could have got to see her concert. Yeah. So it's been cool to watch. This whole, like, literally, it's been the story of the season. I know. And you know how I feel. I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan um, just because I grew up going to 49er games, had t season tickets for about 15 years. Mm -hmm. And um, they're just 
my team. I don't I, I don't have a lot of passion and I'm not a, a passionate yeah. football fan, but I like watching the 49ers. I like when they win and they're doing really well. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of Christian. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, that little guy is just <laughs> little. And he's he's I call what's my nickname for him? I don't know. Little man god. Oh yeah, man god. He goes, <laughs> Man God. Yeah, he's just he's just everything um that that should be a football player just leave it all on the field um forget the pain um he's like kind of like a ronnie lott player where you just you every game is your last three hours of life and you, you can just... tell the effort that he puts out is like yeah but that's the culture of the 49ers these past few seasons like yeah like we come to mess you our defense our defense is rock solid you know like our linebacker group is Okay, we're getting off of the terrifying. 49ers. We're not here to talk about the 49ers. They're going to win the Super Bowl, knock on wood. Hopefully next week when we come back with this episode, we're going to be oh, celebrating big. Going to be tough. But I want to ask nervous. I want to ask you a question. What are the odds right now? Like what are the Vegas odds not on the game, but on Taylor Swift doing a halftime show that no, no one No, there's knew no about. way. Why? It's Usher this year. I know how she could kick Usher to the side like in nothing. Like, Usher, get lost. And and she could blow the doors off the entire world of doing a halftime show. Yeah. I mean, that is a cap, a pin in the cap of the, of a, you know, of these stars is to do the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, like Beyonce did it. Prince did it. Like, the big of the big go and perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Taylor hasn't done it yet. So now that she's like, you know, all tied in with the NFL and now they're kind of one and one, like, I guarantee she's going to do the Super Bowl halftime show in probably the next three years, three, four years. They're going to try to get so. her. I think they're going to get her because now. She'll definitely do it. You know, the, the halftime show involves a lot of obviously preparation. I mean, it is literally a 30 minute show. Okay. And mind you, a, a regular NFL halftime is how long? It's only 20 minutes, right? 15 minutes. Oh. Uh, Super Bowl halftime, 30 minutes. Yeah. They double it. So part of the Super Bowl is the halftime show. And like you were saying, um, Prince and The Who and Paul McCartney and the Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen, they've all been done shows. Uh, one of the most um, controversial shows was when, um, I forgot who did it, but uh, grabbed the shirt of Janet Jackson and, oh, oh yeah, it yeah. was... Uh, about 2008 or 2009. Big pop but culture moment. Pop culture at a nip moment. slip at the Super Bowl halftime show. Topless Super Bowl. Jeez. Yeah. And what year so, was that? I think it was 2007, 2008, somewhere yeah. there. Uh, one of the most notable halftime shows, while we're briefly on that, was when you 2 played at the 2002 Super Bowl. All right. So the season of 2001 of 9-11. And their third song in, the streets have no names. And in the background on a huge TV, they rolled all like 3,000 names of the 3,000 victims killed. Oh, wow. 11. Yeah. So like U2 was, and they're, they're not, you know, they're not British usually, fan. they're, they're an Irish fan. Oh. And, um, they, they did a good job for, for yeah during the time of that. But cause they, they get the Super Bowl halftime show way in advance. Like, you know that pretty much heading into the season, you know who's going to do that. Yeah. Show. And that's why I know that that's just kind of the fantasy of Swifty just comes out there and starts ripping it up. But no, I mean, I, she'll be a main character. Because she's now day. a main character in the NFL. Yeah. Well, they, the NFL's like 
Come into our arms, Taylor. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I think last game the Chiefs played, they showed her at least five times. Well, I mean, and this Super Bowl is probably going to get way more views. I mean, all the Swifties are going to watch the Super Bowl. I yeah. mean, everyone watches the Super Bowl anyway. But even if you don't like football, more you're watching. Women of this country are going to tune in. Yeah. And hope, and they're they're hoping for that same thing. I am. She's going to come down and just sing one song. She's going to do something. No, no, no. I don't think anyone's thinking she's going to perform. But, um, I mean, if he wins, if if, can if Kansas City wins, there's going to be the moment that they unite on the field mm. and kiss. And, like, mm. that was what was last game's big thing is she came down to the field and everyone was like, oh, my God, where's her security? Like, she's on the field, Taylor Swift. Did she have security? Yeah, I mean, she had security around her, but she was walking down there like, you know, and everyone's obsessed with all the clips and they embrace and everyone's picking them apart. Like, yeah. Travis look is, at how in love they Travis are. Travis is living his, both, his best life on both sides. Yeah. Well, I love the Kelsey <laughs> brothers. They're just a good time. They have a podcast that they do. Really? Yeah, called New Heights. Maybe and it's we could, super popular. Maybe we could have uh, the brother be on there and he could take a shirt off. Yeah, we... Like the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. He goes, the guy goes, sure. I mean, that's a total difference between a... Um, uh, a tight end, someone who scores touchdowns and glamour boy, and the center. The center's like, give me a ham sandwich and I'm taking my shirt off. Yeah, Jason Kelsey was partaking in the Bills uh, tailgate. Yes. Oh, like, really? He was rolling up through the... Yeah, right, because the Bills played the Chiefs. Yeah, and, yeah he was, and he was walking around. And he, he attended the tailgate. He said he wanted to jump on the folding table like they do at the Bills tailgates. Oh, my God. But he couldn't. He didn't do it. That wasn't quite in his no, contract. but he was pounding beers, you know. Yeah, they loved him. But they have a great rapport. A lot of people give them a lot of credit because they're two very masculine, uh, masculine men. Yeah. But they talk about, you know, like the mental health behind football. And, like, they talk about mm. more taboo subjects, even though they're seen as, you know, these these crazy tough masculine big giant men they're like very um open and honest and a lot of people resonate who aren't football fans with their podcast so they're two really cool guys come on our podcast side note we have a guided missile frigate uh coming into the bay right now just rolling in frigate with the sailors lined up on the deck uh that's a nice little frigate coming in and just another side note monday was a tremendously busy day for the united states navy I think it was about 26 or 28 F-18 fighter jets took off, landed, taken off. So just uh, three or four ships in and out, uh, four helicopters flew by in formation. The Navy has been on it. Go Navy. Beat Army. Anyway, let's... Okay, let's talk about the Super Bowl. When did it start? Super Bowl. The Niners are in it. We're freaking pumped. Yes. But now we're going to get into a little bit more of some of the history behind it, because that's yeah. what we do here on Pappy Hour. Yeah, why did it deep. start? Why was there a Super Bowl? Who named it the Super Bowl? Got lots of facts for you guys I on the Super Bowl. I don't know, Dad. Start firing them off. Well, we're going to go into, we got Super Bowl 58 coming. It's coming yep. live from Las Vegas. Las Vegas is not only their first Super Bowl, uh, but their first championship game. They've never hosted any of the four big sports in a championship. So it's the they first. They didn't host the NHL? Uh, the the duck did the the golden, golden knights, knights won win? it so they had to have hosted okay. a game so i won't have... but they haven't had the world series because they don't have baseball yeah this is their first super bowl and they don't have a basketball team they tried to host f1 but that was a giant cluster yeah this is their, this is gonna be a big deal in vegas oh yeah hotel rooms 
add another zero behind every room you're oh, going to Oh, and book. just the gambling and the betting in Vegas. Well, yes. you know, I'm going to Vegas for the game. I'm not going to the game, but I'm going for the game. There's going to be some serious money changing hands in Las Vegas. The police What's the are, spread on the game? The I police think? department's going to be busy. It's going to be so packed and crowded. Las I could not even Metro imagine going. Metro is probably on a mandatory overtime in every one of their, I think they probably have 3,000 officers. I bet every one of them is working. Yeah. It'll be a busy day. Okay, the first Super Bowl. So uh, doing a little research, as I usually do for the podcast, of kind of diving down some rabbit holes. I would hope so, because I do none. True facts. My non-researcher, I'm the researcher, the geography major from college. Uh, it was interesting because I never knew that the Super Bowl was really because of the merger of the NFL and the AFL. So the NFL has been around since the 20s, -hmm. and there were 16 teams in the NFL. And then up in in 1960, they started the AFL, the American Football League. So now they had competing leagues playing at the same time. Not good for business. Not, yes. And like the USFL in the past and the current one, what's the new league going on right now? There's a new springtime football league. Oh, like flag football? No, no, no. Um, The difference was in 1960, they started the AFL and they played literally against each, you know, they television on the same, the same season, the same fall. And there was 10 AFL teams and there were 16 NFL teams. And so there were 26 teams total. So after about uh, six years of playing this, the AFL commissioner talked the NFL commissioner, who was uh, Pete. Carroll. No, no. Oh, gosh, I didn't write that one down. But he talked him into saying, let's merge. Mm-hmm. And. They knew the AFL was really coming up and getting a lot of popularity, so they merged. And part of that merger was, we're going to have a championship game. Yeah. Well, they didn't okay. do that before in their leagues? Uh, the NFL always had an NFL championship. Okay. Yeah. And that's when, like, uh, the Green Bay Packers, Vince Lombardi, won that for the Green Bay Packers three years in a row. Before the merger. Before the merger. Yeah. And then he won the first two Super Bowls. Okay. So he won the, he won the, the, the Green Bay Packers won the NFL, A- NFL, AFL, and Super Bowl, basically the championship game, five out of six years. And it's golden years. Yeah. Yeah. Hence why when you win the Super Bowl and you get a trophy, what's it named? The Lombardi Trophy. The Vince Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. Who unfortunately, he died in 1970. Oh, not long after? The first year that he died in September of 1970. And the Super Bowl of that year, which was took place in 71, was Super Bowl V. That's when they first gave out the Vince Lombardi trophy. So it was Why did he die death. so young? I don't know the cause of death of Vince Lombardi. He was he was an older older guy. He was in his late sixties, early seventies. Oh. But um yeah, I mean probably the stress of the job. He was he had some stress. Yeah. Okay, well, that's so cool. the first game happened in January of nineteen sixty seven. And it was in the merger agreement of the, the 1966 season between the NFL and the AFL. And it was called the AFL-NFL World Championship Game. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. Doesn't like roll Bowl. off the tongue. So then in Super Bowl, and they did that for four years. 
And that game replaced the NFL championship game. But the 1969 season was the first time they called it the Super Bowl. And who named it the Super Bowl? So the year you were born. The year I was born, the 69 season was the, yeah. But this is Super Bowl 58. So they, the first year was 67. Yeah. Yeah. So 66 season, 67. Wait, so the first year was 67, Vince Lombardi won. He died in 1970? Yes. So he was in his 60s when he was playing football? He wasn't playing. He was coaching. He was a oh. coach of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I thought he was like the, the quarterback. We can tell how much research Jessica did on the subject. <laughs> um, yes. Well, he, I have Lombardi, to clarify to our readers. They're not, or our listeners, they're not doing uh Yeah, Vince Lombardi was a coach of the Green Bay Packers for many, many years. Mm. Won five out of six years. He was just, to, to many people in the sport, he is He's the, the greatest coach of all times. Yes. Yeah. So Vince Lombardi Trophy, um, he, so on the fifth year, so Super Bowl five is when they named it the Super Bowl, okay? So the merger, talk about the merger. This is kind of a one that I did not know of either. There were 16 NFL teams and 10 AFL teams. So there's 26 teams. So they created two conferences. So they took the 13 NFL teams, but they took three NFL teams and made them go to the a they took all a all 10 afl teams and made the afc but they needed to move three teams who'd they move who were those three teams the chiefs nope they were the the steelers the browns that makes sense and you'd think they it'd be were... geographically honestly that's why i get so confused with who's in the nfc and who's in the afc is because it's kind of oh, not and the colts the baltimore colts not the indianapolis colts Oh, they changed the name from Colts to Ravens? So, no. What happened with the Colts, so it was originally the Baltimore Colts. Uh, Baltimore had a crappy old beat-up stadium. Indianapolis built them a new dome. They moved to Indianapolis. Baltimore was without a football team and got an expansion team. Gotcha. And built a new stadium for them. Do you know who the other expansion teams were? Since they Did they make 32 teams right off the bat? No, it was 26 teams. Oh, Since then, there's been six expansion teams. Seattle? I don't know. And I, I uh, that's going to be a good guess. I mean... Las Vegas. Um, oh, no. But the Raiders were from L.A. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure of those six. But so the NFL started with 26, 13 and 13. And then so Super Bowl five became known as the Super Bowl. And it, now it was the AFC-NFC championship game. Oh, yeah. It's so fascinating. So there's 32 current nfl teams yeah 20 have won the super bowl 12 have not the lions so 20 have poor not. lions 12 have never won poor right. lions had so such a good season let's, and let's talk on let's talk on who has won the most patriots how many times uh, at least five six so patriots have six wins and pittsburgh has six wins patriots the new england patriots who i believe is one of the dynasties of the football league yeah um just they were so much fun watching such an era in sports history they have 11 appearances yeah so out of 58 they've gone 11 times because he lost the super bowl to eli manning and the giants yeah i remember watching that game I, we would go to a giant super bowl party every year depending on different places oh always, always a super bowl party. i always remember the game like you know you buy the squares and you eat the dip yeah and, lots of dip uh, 
Um, for the adults, lots of adult beverages. Beverages are flowing. Uh, there's always, uh, you know, some some, some nachos action. or chili or some action. You know, getting thrown on yeah. the game. Yep, you were uh, you were gambling. Yeah. So it was. I remember that that game. Eli Manning, where Tom Brady, and because they were like he's beat Brady. Yeah, yeah. So Brady has won seven Super Bowls, six with the Patriots, one with Tampa Bay, and he has had twelve appearances. Yeah, he lost a couple. One, two. We lost the, five. The Broncos. Yeah. I remember. The Broncos have also lost a lot. Yeah. They've lost like four. They, they have not been good the past couple of seasons, but. Okay, so uh, th that's with six. So Patriots and the Steelers with six. Next up, San Francisco 49ers yep, and thanks. Dallas Cowboys both have five wins. Ooh, thank you, Joe Montana. And. Jerry See. Rice and Ronnie Lott. And... Oh, and they both have eight appearances each. 49ers and Dallas have had eight appearances. Oh, the Giants and the Packers are in third place, tied at four. Isn't it crazy that Aaron Rodgers never won a Super Bowl? No. I never thought he was that good. <laughs> he was just one of those guys that kind of just chokes, like the Bills. Like, okay. you have such a great season and then just can never. And Patrick Mahomes can have a terrible season, and when it really counts, he's always on. That's the difference. Yeah. Same with Tom Brady. So Giants and Packers had four. Um, the record of defeats is Denver. They've lost five Super Bowls. Ooh. Been in five Super Bowls and lost. They've That's been in rough. six and only won one. Weren't the Bills also, didn't they have a crazy stretch yeah. of? Yeah. What? Four in a row. Four Super Bowls in a row. And four went appearances for in four. a row and went 0 for 4. That, oh, that, that is absolutely wetting the bed. you got to come up with one win. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. Okay, four teams have never played. Browns. AFC. AFC teams. Three AFC teams. Browns. Jags. Jacksonville Jaguars, who are relatively a newer team. Yeah. The Browns really don't have an excuse. <laughs> Sorry, Chipper. <laughs> My friend Chipper's a big Cleveland Browns fan. Always has been since high school. And they've never been in a Super Bowl. They yeah. were really close this time. They were only two games away. Um, but they uh, they just couldn't, couldn't do it at the yeah. end there. They had a okay. decent season. Wait, I want to guess. Browns. And, and a newer team, Texans. Jacksonville. And the Houston Texans. Yeah. Who only been around, what, 12, Damn. 15 years. So three FA teams. Texans yeah. also had a great season this year. They have C.J. Stroud, and he has yeah. been a great yeah. let's developmental hope, quarterback. So they'll be interesting to watch. Let's hope years. the Browns and Jacksonville. But as long as everybody's competing with Kansas City, it's going to be rough for those teams. To I know. They're such a powerhouse. Pretty much Kansas City's like, um, can I have a reservation? I'm going to make reservations for the second week in February. Uh, 10 years out because we're going to make it every year. Yeah. I All mean, right. between Andy Reid, Mahomes, Kelsey, they're D. Yeah. They have great receipts. Like, they're just such a well-rounded, well, really well-coached. Okay, one NFC team never been to the Super Bowl. Lions. The Lions. They were, they were a half away from beating the Dude, 49ers. they had like an 88% win probability, like yeah. in the 90 win probability at, at halftime. Yeah. And what 10%. happened was... The little lions, chance. The little lions went in at halftime, and they went back in their cage and they took a little nap. And the 49ers came out and smoked them with their pickaxes. Smoked them. I know. Um, okay. That was the craziest comeback, honestly, in one of the NFC games like in so long. Okay, this next fact isn't something I'm going to be super happy about talking about, but I'm going to talk about it because I'm not a big Kansas City fan. But the the person who named the Super Bowl was the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Hunt? Lamar Hunt. Yeah, good. 
Lamar Hunt, owner of the Chiefs. So how he called it, um, so he was negotiating with, um, oh, buddy, tell us who the, the commissioner was in 1966. Uh, Not Roger Goodell. Pete Rossetti. Yeah, NFL commissioner, Pete Rizell. And he, okay, Pete Rizell. And he was a commissioner for a long, long time. I think like 25 or 30 years. Because I think Roger Goodell replaced him and there's been two commissioners of the NFL. Yeah. It's really been a long... The but, NFL runs a tight ship. So Pete Rizell and Lamar Hunt were chatting. And they were, and he said, and, and Lamar Hunt termed the name the Super Bowl. And he got it because his kids were playing with a super ball, which was a toy, a super ball. It was a super dude, like a, it was a rubber ball, but they bounced crazy. If you tossed it up high, it would just, it was a really cool toy. And because of the super ball, he named it the Super Bowl. And, the, and he named it after bowls because college bowls had been going on since the first bowl, the Rose Bowl of 1920s. So it was a uh, understood term. Yeah. So a championship was always a bowl game. And why did they name the bowl game? Because when you built stadiums in those days, you had the Rose Bowl, the Cotton Bowl. They were, they were big bowls. Mm -hmm. Stadiums were like a bowl. So the bowl was synonymous with a championship game. And the super, and then they tried to name it other things, but it just stuck. So the first four games were called the AFL-NFL championship game. But then the merger was in place in 70. So the Super Bowl five was called the Super Bowl. So there, weren't, there was marketing. really not Super Bowl one through four. It started with Super Bowl five. Yeah. And American marketing strategy took its... Yes. Did its thing. Who won the championship game we'll call it super bowl one and two the, the, pa the packers oh yes. yeah vince lombardi vince lombardi so then they thought wow it's going to be the nf the nfc the nfl was going to dominate the afl but then the third super bowl the jets won and the fourth super bowl coming back around kansas city won so now all of a sudden afc it teams was, are yeah it was two to two and right now it's like of 58 Super Bowls, it's uh, 27 to 28, I think. Yeah. It's right. It's it's very equal. Yeah. Well, once you merge the league and now everyone kind of has the same MO, we just, I want to play for a good team, really doesn't matter where. Maybe some people have their preferences, but, you know, it starts to level the playing field. Okay. So uh, the Vince Lombardi Trophy, we know uh, it was because it was named after him and it has been since. First trophy was the 69 season. Uh, we went over the wins, uh, six teams. So if you go Patriots, Steelers, uh, Cowboys, Niners, Packers, Giants, six teams have won 30 Super Bowls out of 57. Yeah. That's pretty, that's a, that's some pretty dominant teams. Yeah. Dynasties are a thing. I'm not going to get into talking about players because you could go down a rabbit hole of how many great players and who won and all this, but there's one notable who stands out and it's Tom Brady. He has He's gone to, I'm sorry, he's gone to 10 Super Bowls and he's won seven. Seven for 10. Yeah, seven for 10. So Not he's bad. Won, so he won six with the Patriots. Well, one, one of his Super Bowl wins really was more of a Super Bowl loss by the Seattle Seahawks. Do you remember that year where they were on the one yard line 
They have Marshawn Lynch on their team, one of the best rushing, uh, you know, rushers in the entire league. Yep. And Russell Wilson throws a pick. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right at yeah. the end, they were down four. A touchdown would have sealed it. They wouldn't yeah. even have to kick the extra point. There was yeah. like two seconds left. That was awesome because I do not like to see chickens. Yeah. And, and uh, Tom and like that footage yeah. of, you know, I mean, just the worst play call of all time. Yeah. The one yard line. There's you have Marshawn Lynch. There's all you had pick. to do was leap over everyone. Yeah. It was a Sharon and Russell Wilson. There was a pick. And Tom Brady jumps up and is like, I did it again. Yeah, um, that was Tom, more of a loss on this by the Seahawks than a win by the Patriots. So why why I you know specialed out Tom Brady, uh, selected him out was um, so you know first of all winning seven Super Bowls, no one else has done it. Six with the Patriots and then one at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he got so traded he, away. He got traded away. He was he too old. Go and this is this is a crazy past season. his prime. I was never a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. I kind of am now because I like the city of Tampa Bay, but. Going, going, do a little research on this. What an incredible season! He goes there, okay. Um, he brings Gronkowski there, right? Yeah. He also brings a couple of high-profile players with him. The four, their four biggest um, touchdown score, you know, the four biggest scores did not even play for Tampa Bay the previous year. They were the first year to the team. They win the Super Bowl. It's Brady's seventh. He's also the first person to win. Tampa Bay is the first person to win a Super Bowl on a home on at a home stadium. Yeah, because it was played in Tampa Bay. It was played in Tampa Bay. So he yeah. wins at home. And he's also the oldest player to ever win a Super Bowl and quarterback a Super Bowl at 43 years old. Yeah. So 43-year-old Tom Brady roll rolls in there first year, wins a Super Bowl at home. So crazy season. Yeah, um, I remember that game. That was a crazy game. And Tampa Bay was the first one to win that on a home stadium. And then ironic, and no one's ever done it at a home stadium. Now, San Francisco 49ers did it. They won it at Stanford, but they weren't playing at Candlestick. So they were on home turf and home territory, but they weren't at their home stadium. Gotcha. Uh, then ironically, the next year, so it's never happened. Right. So then ironically, the next year, the Rams win it at their new SoFi Stadium and win it at home. So two in a row have won yeah. it at home. Um, well, it's going to the uh, Super Bowl is going to be at Levi in two years. Yes. Yes. So it is going to be it's in Vegas. Hopefully this we year. keep this thing rolling and we can uh, play a home Super Bowl game. Let's see. It's in Vegas this year. And then where does it go after that? I think, oh, it, I think goes it goes to Florida uh, Superdome. I think it goes to New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And then back to Santa Clara, which will be cool. So let's see if the Niners can win it at home. Mm -hmm. um, would you Would you we, want to go to a game? Sure. Like, is that on your bucket list? Uh, I don't know. A Super Bowl? You know how I feel about crowds. I know, but there are... <laughs> and I'm cheap. Wait, look at oh, here's I know. the thing. Tickets are I'm, literally... 4,500 is the average ticket cost. I, I'm cheap, and year. I don't like crowds. So it's like, if, I, if I'm around a crowd, it's because it's a really good deal. And... If I spend a lot of money, it's because there's no crowd. So I really can't think about spending a, a ton of money and then being around a crowd. Kind of either one or the other. I know. Um, a little side note that, uh, that Super Bowl 37, was in our hometown of San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was um, at Jack Murphy Stadium. Which they've tore down. It's all gone. 
yeah. now a San Diego State Aztec Stadium. It's Snapdragon Stadium. Snapdragon, which is such a funny name. Uh, so where are the Super Bowls? Kind of one I just thought. Where, where are, um, where have they been? Well, they're always usually in warmer climates. In fact, the NFL has a little program that the average temperature uh, for the second, it, it, the Super Bowl is, uh, kept getting later, right? It was middle of January and then the end of January. And that was due to the Pro Bowl was always after the Super Bowl. Now the Pro Bowl is in between the AFC, NFC Championship weekend and the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which they're doing something cool. I think they're switching to doing like flag football. Yeah, they're not playing a game anymore. No, because like obviously no one's going to go really hard. Like the game doesn't No matter. one, the, for the last 15 years, no one has, the last 20 years, I stopped watching it because it was like um, guys would just like not even tackle each other. And yeah, it was more, it was more just like, okay, so we're picking all the best people. Yeah. What, how can we showcase their skills without threatening their careers? You really forward? don't need, you don't need linemen in the Pro Bowl. You just no, do the but, flag football seven on seven and everybody throws But it's deep. so fun. Like flag football starting to become a really big thing. Like it's girls yeah. high schools now. Yeah. And we're going to go to the Olympics in flag football Could in LA. You imagine, like I would have Four loved years. to play flag football in high school. Like that's such a bummer. Jessica, you would have got ejected because you would have like give someone no, a I forearm wouldn't. shiver over the middle. Hummel. No, I would be slinging balls down the field. Yeah. You would have, you would have been a good quarterback because you had, yeah. a, you could toss people out stealing second yeah, base. Yeah, I played catcher, so, you know, I had, like, decent hand-eye coordination and uh, always, you know, I don't know. I just, that would have been so fun. What if? Okay, so where is the Super Bowls? How do they determine? Um, it, the, the temperature during the Super Bowl has to be an, an average of over 50 degrees. Or there has to be a dome. Uh. But, you know, logistic-wise, getting all the trucks in there, um, getting the fans, they tend to pick all the nice climates. Yeah, if it snowed the day before the Super Bowl and everyone got delayed and no one could make it into town and, you know, they have for business reasons, it yes. has to be in a warm climate. Yeah, keep the airport open. Like, yeah. you know, you have it, it, it has only been in a cold climate five times. Yeah. It's been uh, two times in Detroit, two times in Minneapolis. I'm sorry, six times. Two Detroit, two Minneapolis, who all have domes, one in Indianapolis with a dome the only time it played without a dome in the north was in new york city one year it was like super bowl 30 something that would be cool to do it in new york city if they had a dome i don't know why they didn't build a dome in new york it's not it, no no it's an open stadium yeah but it it snows a lot in new york and it rains a lot in the beginning in new york so why they didn't build that dome i don't know but it Poor usually jets. so Jet Jets had Aaron Rodgers this season and first drive of the game, he was. That was his Achilles. Yeah, literally. A pun. Yeah. So it's the most the most active um, city. Can you guess the most active city of the Super Bowl? Southern California. No. Florida. Florida. Miami. Yeah. Miami's hosted it 11 times. Yeah. New Orleans has hosted it 10 times, seven of them at the same stadium, the Superdome. I wonder what the procedure is for that. Eight is times? it like a city government type of thing? It's all, it's, it's. Or I, is I, it a I, private it, business type of thing? No, I, I think it's negotiating with a city. Yeah. Because to have the Super Bowl, uh, you, you need to have the infrastructure. Yeah. So you need to have a large number of hotels. Airport. A great airport. 
and it's just such an event that it, it's got to, you know, it's always in these yeah. major cities. Uh, third place is Southern California, LA region with eight. Now, ironically, five of those eight have been played at the Rose Bowl. So they use the Rose Bowl, which no NFL team has ever played at. It's just, just benches. As the Super Bowl. But you get a hundred, you get like 95,000 people in there. Oh, really? Yeah. It's really big. Uh, yeah. And then bringing up the, it's been a number of times. It's been in Santa Clara at new Levi Stadium once, and they're getting it again in two years. It's been a few times in Tampa. Uh, Arizona is another one. So they usually head off to the South, good vacation cities. Mm -hmm. You know, also for Super Bowl, you want to get people in there. You want to get people to stay four or five days. You don't want them to go one night in the hotel. So you want yeah. them to come into town Thursday, Friday, stay till Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Lots well, of Vegas revenue. is the perfect town for that. I mean, there's a million things to do in Vegas. I think it's going to be in Vegas um, because it doesn't rain too often in Vegas. But when it does. Is, is Vegas Stadium have a roof on it? No. No, it's open. It's like partially. It's It's got like yeah. half a roof. Yeah. All right. So we go to the South for the Super Bowl. Um, it brings in a ton of money. So we're going to get into the money of the Super Bowl. So let's go to halftime. Yeah. We, we touched on a little bit of halftime. We touched on who was there. Um, this year it's going to be Usher. The first Usher. big performer, 2001, Michael Jackson. The first what? Big headline uh, pop performer, Michael Jackson. Just in his prime. Yeah, in his prime. And 2002, U2 came. And then the Janet Jackson uh, melee of that. And then Rolling Stones, The Who, Prince, uh, Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. Did a big I remember performance. her, her halftime performance. Yeah. I love her. Uh, so I know we really wanted to get into the commercials because that's such a cool part. Well, yeah. The people of the game, who hate football right? tune in for the commercials, and the people who, you know, are tuning in, usually tune in for the commercials, probably are the, tuning in for Taylor Swift this year. So. What's an advertise? What's a thirty-second spot going to cost me to? Uh, I'm thinking about uh, doing a doing a little thirty-second spot for Pappy Hour. Yeah, I want to. I want to kind of put some. I want to put some marketing into this Pappy Hour. So I'm thinking, what's that going to set me back for thirty seconds uh, in this year? What would our commercial? What would our commercial be? Me and I haven't you. figured out yet. I'm just trying to figure out what's what's it going to cost me. Um, five million. No, you're you were supposed to be doing the advertising dollars. Oh, there we go. I got it. This is how prepared my daughter Jessica is. I thought you were. At, she has one I task. Thought, I thought you already knew the answer. Okay, well, I know the answer for two, 2022 was seven million for thirty seconds. Seven million. Yeah, 2023 um, was seven million. Okay. So okay. So what year do you want to know? What, what's it going to be this year? It hasn't come out yet. Okay, so. We're probably somewhere in the, the neighborhood of $7 million. Yeah. For 30 seconds. For 30 seconds. I think we can, I think we can afford it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to do some creative financing on that one. Because if it was $7,000, that would be a reach. But $7 million, that's a little out. Yeah. Um, Next year. So what was it? Let's say going back to the first one. What was it? 1970. 1967, the cost was 42500 42000 Which is today's equivalent of $372,000. Okay. So how much? three hundred and seventy-two. Okay. So we'll call it a little under uh, 400000 So it's gone from 400000 
to 7 million. Yeah. So 10, you know, a uh, uh, 15, 15 times increase. Since the first Super Bowl, ad prices have increased 16,371%. Well, yeah, but that's not taking in inflation, though. I don't like to take in. Do you want to know the the revenue of last year's game? Yeah. I'll it was $578 million. They ran that many commercials. Oh, just the total revenue. Total or revenue. Or the advertising revenue or total revenue? NBC generated $578 million in-game revenue. That's advertising. Yeah. Wow. A half a billion. Well, you do $7 million at a time, right? You run... Okay, so it's usually like a two-minute <laughs> break. So you run four. So one commercial break, $30 million. Yeah. And imagine that over... You know, the Super Bowl is about a four-hour period, right? So from the first time of opening ceremony... You know, the opening goes on. And this year it's Fox. And it's Fox. Yeah. Half a billion dollars. Guess how much per second event. $7 million for a 30 second commercial is? Uh, well, per it's, second. it's 30, it's uh, 40,000 a second. I'm four, 400,000 a second. 233,000. Oh, 233,000. Per second. Every second. One second of footage that, I mean, the, the things that, you know. Middle income families can buy with two hundred and thirty three thousand dollars a second, you know, per second, just off in advertising dollars. Like, so if you were an advertising executive, you'd be like, This is how we're going to spend our money. Yeah, two hundred thirty three thousand, two hundred thirty three thousand. And that's just an airtime, that's just an airtime. It doesn't count the millions in production or you know, the fees paid to on to the directors. And you know, Trista would know all about that. Tristan, so, you need to be producing some Super Bowl commercials, not Pappy Hour. <laughs> Tristan would like a pay, a little pay increase. <laughs> Tristan uh, needs a pay increase. So Pappy Hour has yet to generate one single dollar in revenue. In advertisement. That's not our goal, Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So half a billion in revenue. Um, and then you, you then you think of the ticket sales. Okay, so do this math problem. You said it was forty five hundred for the average ticket. I read that somewhere. Let me let me double check. Okay, that. just crunch forty five, forty five hundred, and the Raider Stadium uh, is holding about sixty five thousand. The average price this year is ninety eight hundred. The average price this year, which is seventy percent more expensive than last year's game. Oh boy, everybody wants to go to Vegas. Okay, so just the tickets now. Crunch that average. With? The cheapest ticket is $8,100. $8,200 is the cheapest ticket it costs you if you wanted to go. Wow. Which is more than 50% expensive than the cheapest ticket of last year's Super Bowl. That's incredible. Okay, so crunch that number, whatever, $9,700, and uh, do it do it with uh, 68,000 tickets sold. $9,700 times 68,000? Yeah. Oh, I did divide it. Hold on, 9,700 times... 68,000 is 660 million. So 660 millions, 660 million just in ticket sales. But like different people are getting the different money, like the broadcasting and the production of it all side gets the ad revenue. The owner of the stadium is gets, reaping all the benefits of the tickets and the merch and the no, no, concessions. No, no, the NFL gets a lot of that money. Right, but they have a deal, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and it's split up. But now we're at we're at at least six hundred million in ticket sales. Okay, we're at over five hundred million, so we're at like one point two billion 
without taking in consideration hotels, restaurants. So it's probably safe to say that the Super Bowl is generating, plus just what what does the Super Bowl generate with everybody having a Super Bowl party? Everybody hosting a Super Bowl party has to go to Costco or to Safeway or Vons or, or somewhere and, and stock up on, you know, Doritos and chili dogs and that. It's a yearly. It's like a $2 billion day. No, it's a yearly shoe end of economic flurry. Yes. In, in the American economy, like just looking at the money spent, the money made. Could you, could you come to the conclusion that after Christmas, Super Bowl Sunday, this is, I, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. I'm going to find out this number, but we know Christmas is number one, right? The, the money, people, everybody spends a, an enormous amount of their income on Christmas. Could Super Bowl Sunday be the second largest day in American revenue changing hands, probably approaching over $2 billion for one day? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, it's it's one day. Christmas is an entire month. Yes. You so know? just one day. Yeah. No one's buying things on Christmas Eve and Christmas Billion Day. Billion dollar Sunday. Yeah. There's no wow. other day like it. The MLB is seven games. The NHL is seven games. The NBA is seven games. Football is one game, one day. Yeah. Everyone else is, is seven games, right? Yeah. Best of seven. Yeah. So so if you Golf took the World Golf has a Series, tournament. Golf, you know, like racing. There's no, you know, the nat- they have a circuit. There's no day in sports like Super Bowl. No. College football, I kind of the, the the second runner up would be if you took a seven game World Series, how much did that generate? Because yeah. that's seven games. Well, think about how many more hours of broadcasting and hours of commercials and hours of concessions and yeah. selling and the exposures. So, but the NFL's like, this is a we have a seven hour broadcast. Okay, who wins? Seven games of the World Series or one game of the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. How 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 close? Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. But we just we love the Super Bowl. That's why we wanted to talk about it. Today. It honestly depends too what teams are playing. Because fit tickets are up fifty percent. That means viewership's gonna be up fifty percent because yes. you know why? Yeah. This the is teams a... and Taylor Swift is is putting her thumb on the scale. Yeah. You know? She she comes with some serious economic power. I mean, look at her tour alone. She'd go to cities and raise you know, like the cities were talking about like that, economic lasting boom. a boom that they would get when Taylor comes to town. Yes. And she is camped out in NFL town. Yeah. Like she's there to stay. So you, you absolutely know if this game was against the Detroit Lions and the Buffalo Bills, this would not generate as much. No, this is a big one because Taylor's there and the Niners. Right. That's who the lost Niners to are a huge Kansas City beat. They beat um, the Bills. The Bills, okay. And they so, beat the Ravens. Oh, they beat the Ravens. Okay. Yeah, which but the Ravens choked. Let's but. say the Bills were in it, but if you took the Bills in Detroit, right, they're about 300 miles apart. That's a region of the country. Mm-hmm. Now this is a Midwest team and against Taylor a West Swift's Coast not team tune in. in Vegas with Taylor Swift, with a dynasty team like the 49ers. Yeah. So the NFL um, – and we're not going to ever say the C word, the conspiracy word. Oh, but there, there's I love that word. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of, um, you know, 
people that don't like the Chiefs or don't like the Niners. Oh yeah, the NFL scripted. They think you know, it's all orchestrated in there. It's honestly not hard to think that perhaps there could be some scripting going on with referee placement, and I mean, really with with the referees. Like, yeah. When it comes down to it, but I mean, if you look at if you look at football, how I look at it, it's a show. So you're going to a live show. It's an entertainment show. It's not life or death. It's not well, public safety. It's not, um, you know, it's not the military doing something to keep people safe. Um, it's not severe weather where you're, you're, you're again, you're like saving lives. It's entertainment. It's a ticket you buy like you're going to a play instead of going to the opera with the fat lady singing at the end, you have a quarterback throwing a long bomb and it, and wow, they win. And it's so if you look at it as an orchestration of a show, eh, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like to think it and I don't, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I could see how you know, mean, they wanted to set up, like, they want to set it up where the best that you want to make. First of all, they're in the business to make money. Yeah. So if you had a team in the Super Bowl. That's your lowish rating. No one they watches. Love dynasties. They love dynasties. They love dynasties. Anything with momentum, you know, yeah. anything with a story. They And the dynasties are just year after year stories. Yeah. Like Tom Brady was and, so profitable yes. for the NFL. And Tom and Brady made them a involved. lot of money. And now they got their new, they got their new Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have a great story. They didn't win a whole ton. And Andy Reid's really likable. And they have Travis Kelsey and they're very charismatic. And they have a crazy fan base. And now they have Taylor Swift. I do have nightmares about State Farm Insurance. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a big, you know, it, it's all to make money. And when money's involved, you know, strings are pulled and things are things are tipped. That's just the name of the game. Like, I'm, no one should be surprised that, you know, the NFL is hoping and, and praying and maybe, you know. Persuading. Persuade, you know, or just, you know, yeah. doing what they can control to, to increase the likelihood. They can change referees where their statistics are to flag the home team. And so when Kansas City plays the AFC road game in Baltimore, I'm going to put the guy in there who tends to uh, 70% of the time flag the home team other than the visitor team. That, that's exactly what they did this year. And it's like, yeah. okay, that's not illegal, but like people aren't stupid. Like they, they call that out and, and they know. So and NFL penalties are so like, I, I, I played football. I've watched a tremendous amount of football. You could call holding on the offensive line pretty much every pass play. Yeah. I mean, you can you always just, find you, something You just wrong. watch. Every time they drop back, someone's tugging on something, and it they let a little bit go. But if it's the perception of a referee, they could f throw as many flags as they want. Yeah, I mean, it's 11 v. 11 of extreme physical violent contact. Yeah. It, there's always something. I mean, there's missed face masks all the time. There's missed holdings. There's pass interference there's taunting that call that they called on baltimore ravens where oh. the guy got up and spun the ball like that happens all the time and yeah. no one calls that yeah, yeah, people taunt people start fighting and no flags are thrown it's yeah. all how sensitive is the ref because like yeah. i mean yeah it's all subjective mostly yeah they've kind of got is. better with replay now that you can challenge yeah. a pi replay calls them a little more accountable it which used they to be should be there should be no like ego about like oh, i'm gonna change my call like no let's get it right here yeah and when i grew up i mean that was they would call it and it was done was and then they would play the replay and he'd be like it was clearly inbounds clearly inbounds but we can't but go they, back but we can't go back so that was the best thing of the game 
Which is really just the egos of the refs not wanting to be proven wrong. Well, I saw it. Well, honestly, that's so difficult. Like, that's an impossible job to get it right every time. Like, no human is capable. It happens so fast. Yeah. And you're distracted and you're, there's only four referees on the field and there's 11, like, there's no way all the eyes can catch things. There's four on the field. Let the technology. Three off the field. Right. There's two. And then. There's seven referees of an NFL game. Right, but one is just like stands on the sideline and and talks to coaches and stuff, right? Um, yeah, there's two side judges, just, there's two not back 11, judges. There's not eleven referees, no, so no one gets watch. like yeah. Utilizing the the replay system has been good going forward because yeah, it's so infuriating. So do you think? Here's an interesting thought. So with the uh, innovations in AI. Could they have outsource a- it? AI, <laughs> yes. Uh, like they've already talked about it in baseball that like AI is going to start calling balls and strikes. Yeah, because you it just if you have a if you have a batter's box that's depending on where a player is. I mean, that's could, like you could AI it right there, and the pitch if it's in or it's out. There's no, uh, you know, did it? Well, spin that's what this the ref's way? supposed to do. Only call strikes inside the box. Yeah, but he's standing behind the he's standing behind the catcher. exactly, and the ball moves in you know millimeters at 100 miles an hour like you know keeping referees around would you know be kind of sad to you know watch football or baseball or any sport and not referees are part of the game you know yeah so that you know would be maybe an argument against but utilizing technology so that the referees can use it sure and integrate it not to go too far down a baseball but um like being out called out at first base you could have a sensor and and at first base that as soon as someone touch you know the player yeah. hits that the sensor goes and it would never mistake someone out at first base yeah so you there's a lot of things keep and the referee to do their arm thing and call the things and if they're wrong they just you know yeah but with but, ai and measurements and where sidelines are yeah. and having a drone fly over the top like they have the drone on the wire to film the game well that easily could tie into ai of saying you know th- this you know flag at least who's out of bounds who's inbound and how it is so well i just saw something really interesting um about the super bowls christian mccaffrey his mom uh was on a podcast okay and she said we looked into a suite and none of us can afford it not even christian money bags over there nor money bags olivia that's olivia culpo is christian mccaffrey's girlfriend and she's a model so both of them have are loaded and it just must be like ten million. To oh yeah, get a no suite one can afford Vegas. a suite like your your own player, your own star player's family. Yeah, can't afford a suite. Yeah, I'm sure That's anybody that had a suite would love to have Christian and his girlfriend come into their suite. I know, but not for the whole family. Yeah, now. they wanted to get their own suite. Yeah, the the um, the Super Bowl also. Um, we have some friends of ours that are going, and they're um, they're going with. Uh, you know, in, in a business organization, but most of the Super Bowl is all corporate. It's a, it's a corporate event. There's not a lot of fans. There's not a lot of- they're the only ones that can afford it. Yeah. They write it off. You know, a Kansas City fan that spends uh, $5,000 for a season ticket, you know, for four season tickets or, or two know, season they tickets. They really should, I don't know if they do this, but they really should like allocate a certain amount of tickets for- Fans. Long time season ticket holders. That should be, that could be like a cool perk. You know, if you're a season ticket holder for the Kansas City Chiefs for 20 years, you've yeah. been there since day one, you're eligible for yeah. a there is, reasonably priced Super Bowl ticket. There is. 
um, they're not that reasonably priced, but they do put a lottery. So like they offer so it. many San Francisco 49er season ticket holders will get in the lottery to do that. So a lot of people would buy them and then resell them. Yeah. So you could buy them for 5,000 and resell them for 10,000. So that stat you came up with, that's a lot of resale pricing. Yeah. That's, that's the resale. Think of all the, think of all the, um, the fake tickets too, that get sold and all the people that get scammed. Ooh, like, that'd be horrible. Go, you think horrible. you're going to the Super Bowl, you pay for all, all the hotel and everything you get there and eh. All right, we're going to wrap our hour up with talking about Super Bowl parties because I just want to I just want to touch on some some Super I Bowl parties. I imagine you've had some fun Super Bowl parties. Yeah, today. and I, from my younger childhood to my teen years to my college years to my adult years and it's and it's just really weird how every Super Bowl Sunday I've done something. I don't think I've ever missed a Super Bowl Sunday game or party. Um, we got since, a big one this year with the Niners my, playing. Yeah. Since what my, are we cooking? As a little kid. But let me tell you where great parties were. So my parents had um, some friends and he was an attorney in San Jose and they had a law office and it was on the Alameda, this beautiful old kind of like, you know, not um, old Victorian looking building on the Alameda. And they used to host a Super Bowl party at that office. And I think they did it for I kind of remember two or three years, but I remember kid? that one of just looking in this law office, they had TVs in every room and, you know, just, and that was when the 49ers were playing in one of them. And, and when you, this was when you were a kid? Yeah, I was probably, you know, 10, 11, 12 so like years soda old. was on tap. Yeah, just all you could eat, all, all the soda you could drink. Um, but it was always, no matter where we were, we went to a Super Bowl party somewhere. It was a big deal. Um, then going away to college. So later part of January, it was kind of when we were coming back to Chico State for the second Kick semester. Kick off that winter semester. And I want to say a few of them fell, like school started Monday. And it was Super Bowl Sunday, and the first day of class is Monday. There might possibly have been some first day of classes that I was unable to attend and had to go the next day, you know. And I, I don't think I was the only one. Recovered. Oh, my god! Finally. It was just Super Bowl. So it was it was on. Yeah, that's and a hell then, of a way to start the semester. And then in our adult life, we always went somewhere. You know, we either hosted oh, yeah. it or went someone's house. Went to someone's house. There was someone on our street party. that would have a great party every year that we'd always go to. Yeah, and that was um, that was one year when uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers were playing, and it was full of Pittsburgh Steeler fans. And yeah, we didn't. We're not Steeler fans. Oh, we would and, go. Uh, I'm trying to think where else we would go. Just, just any, anywhere. Yeah. It would just be like someone's going to have all, a party. We would party hop too. We would like. Yeah. Sometimes there were two and three parties. So we'd go the first half for one party and the second half for another party. It was just a giant party of a day. It was. Um, you know, it's just, I'm glad we talked about Happy it Happy holidays. Because it is a great day. It's a great um, day. Even if you're not a football fan, it's a great American day. Um, you see every commercial and every representation of the world's economy and the world's companies and what's going on in the world, watch the Super Bowl commercials. It's a great timestamp in, in the year. You yeah. know, you really see the culture, what people are, what's trending, you know, what what's cool, what's not. And I like football because it's made more men out of poverty into millionaires than anything else in this country has. I mean, it really has brought, dumped a lot of money into places spread and people, it, it has spread the wealth. And you know what? For the Super Bowl, 
for the billionaires to go and spend millions, great. Part with a little money. Um, yeah. Hopefully it sprinkles down more and more, but um, it's a great day. We hope everyone out there is going to have a great Super Bowl Sunday. All right. What are we um, making? What are we making? What's on the menu? Oh, we're going to have chili dogs. Chili dogs. Uh, yeah, we're going to have chili cheese dogs is on the menu. Oh my God. Um, we're probably going to have, American, all right. we're going to have um, a, a, some clam dip, probably some artichoke dip. Yeah, yeah. Mom's gotta famous have the artichoke, artichoke dip. dip. You got to have, um, you got to have just a lot of chips, different chips and dips. Chips and it's dips. It's really important. I think we should do maybe like a buffalo chicken slider on like Hawaiian rolls. Mm. Those always are just a hit, pretty easy. Mm. Crockpot meatballs. What'd we have for the Big. Uh, NFC championship game? Ooh, we had a really nice spread. What was our we sliders? We had um, burger sliders. Uh, yeah, we did little. Uh, yeah, little sliders on Hawaiian rolls. We had potato skins. We uh, had sausage. Uh, we had hot dogs. We did it all. So yeah, we had some good stuff. We like a good party. And Everyone, stay safe. Partying for the Super Bowl. Thanks for uh, tuning in to another episode of Papier. This was a fun one. We don't. We I love talking football because it's. Yeah. It's just fun. This was fun. Uh, again, happy birthday to our uh, producer, Yay. Tristan Foster. Extraordinaire. Two, three. 23. And he's doing such a good job. If you've noticed, our thumbnails have changed. We're kind of, you know, we're just starting off, so we're still kind of getting our legs under us. But we're experimenting with some things. If anyone who has made it this far in the episode could like and share, subscribe, do all the things. We're trying to grow. And uh, because we talked about the NFL today in Super Bowl, I was sporting my new NFL shoes today. NFL shoes. What, Ooh, what do you mean? Look at those. Well, this is what all the like, NFL, like Howie Long. Uh, yeah, because no one can walk. I still have a sticker because I just took them out of the box. But these are some spiffy NFL uh, Howie Long shoes. You still have the sticker shoes? on those things? All right. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Thanks Thank for listening, you. everyone. Have a wonderful Super, Be Super Bowl Sunday and happy birthday, Tristan.